0: Well, hello, gentle listeners, and thank you for joining us here at the We Are MCBS podcast. And it's a beautiful day here in Winter Park, Florida, and I'll bet you can guess why. Because I'm joined by Pete Episcopo. Oh, my gosh, what a guy. Pete, it, how, how the heck are you doing?
1: I, it, it's just has been so long, and I'm just so thrilled to be back. And uh, I heard we had some great people filling in always, but it's just nothing like being with my buddy, my compadre, Jason. And with uh, the WooHoo crew, who is, uh, are they here today? Yeah, well, it's let's hear it. WooHoo! was some manly woohoo and I, I thought I caught some reverb there, too. It was like room ambience. Cool. Well, my doctor
0: did say that I was lacking B12, vitamin D, and clearly the podcast, because my my, uh, my <laughs> medical history
1: was showing that I needed to get back on the air. I'm that's glad to what's be been, back. Yeah, Me, too. I've been feeling out of sorts, and it's been the podcast, so it's great to be here. Yeah, got the Park.
0: multivitamin,
1: and now the podcast.
0: Everything's golden. Well, on this beautiful October 10th, we have some stories that we brought to you because we thought you'd love them, and they're media communications related, which is what we do. And the first one has to do with Netflix. And I, I think any company that spends billions of dollars on creating content should probably get a little bit of attention from us. And today, the attention is being brought to us by Ben Macaroni.
2: Ben. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Like always. Yeah. Glad to have you, Ben. Yes. What the heck's going on over there in Netflix land? So Netflix, everybody's best friend, especially on the weekend, they're starting to venture into choose your own adventure for their episodes and movies. Heck yeah. Yeah, like if everybody's played any Telltale games or any of those, choose your path for your books as a kid. What they're doing is, for Black Mirror, which is one of my personal favorite shows, because of course it's technology taking over the world, which is yeah. going to happen. Story for another day. Anyways, <laughs> what they're doing is, they announced for their season five, one of the episodes is going to have a Choose Your Own Adventure section and kind of style to it, but they also announced that they're doing two video game adaptations, a movie and a show. Beautiful. They haven't announced what game it is, but they're going to adapt a Telltale game into a movie. Let's see, what what would be at the top of the Telltale list we'd like to see? I mean, personally, mm. it's kind of already a regular show, but South Park, I mean, they have they have this sort of destiny, the sort mm. of truth. I guess that counts.
0: They're probably going to come up with something new. What else is at the top of the list?
2: See, I wouldn't mind them doing, and this is a really far reach uh, because the game's coming out recently, is the new Assassin's Creed. Just because it was a flop of a film they had, but it's a, still a good series that could actually go by the Telltale.
0: It'd do well as a choose your own adventure if they're merging that, if that's what we're talking about.
2: Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. Because they're, they haven't announced which video games they're adapting, and they're coming out with kind of revamping the, the series of the games. So why not kind of merge the two? That'd be the game that I would pick, but I'm not like much of a gamer. We've, Jason and I have talked about this before, but I just think it's a good realm of them because Netflix is really the biggest streaming service out there. Mm-hmm. They're getting nominated for Emmys left and right. So why not kind of change the game or try to like try something new? just to keep their brand growing because everybody loves Netflix, so why not just... And those are the moves, right, from a
1: media strategy standpoint I mean remember when Amazon was on its back and we thought oh gosh that's just like they're on the way out and then they're Amazon now I mean they're going to space for goodness sakes and then Netflix has had to like their pricing strategy everything had to change to survive but now look at them I mean creating this kind of content and making your brand that much more valuable it's it's a cool lesson for hanging in there and strategy has been everything for these guys
0: a lot of it has to do with where you hide your profits, too. Netflix is no fool. They bring in, like, I'm, I'm just going to round up trillions of dollars. And with that, they're going to pay tax on all of it unless they're using it to keep their business alive. So they're going to dump obscene amounts of money into these amazing series that they're creating, like spare no expense because they can afford it. And then obviously that's the cost of doing business, so you don't have to pay tax on that. You just have to then deal with all the income from that amazing story that you made.
1: And let that be a lesson to you, blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> mean someone in Alaska still going there? We'll give them credit.
0: That's where they still have two or three VCRs, so I can see why they're still going strong. More than anything, Ben, I'm excited to see that Netflix is bravely trying this new thing. I mean, obviously it could fail. People could say, I don't want to hold my remote and choose A or B, but that's going to give them at least an opportunity to see what this kind of a story could be like. I think it's invigorating to hear that this very linear story type that we've had forever, if it comes on TV, it's got a beginning, middle, and an end that's been prescribed by somebody else, and here you get to actually be a part of it. That's pretty groundbreaking. I'm excited to see that my favorite childhood books are coming to life on Netflix, TV.
2: Yeah, it's one of the things that comes down to is nostalgia. Everybody the, the first time they're gonna try it, someone's gonna have that little nostalgic moment of wow, I remember this is a kid playing the little choose destiny games. And it's just might as well try it. Netflix is at the point where they're very successful, so you always gotta try something new when that happens. Well, when I used to read the books, I'd
0: put my fingers in at every one of the choices I made, so when I finally got to the wrong ending, I could back up a few and start again. I just hope they have some sort of way for us to back out of the bad choices we made. So
2: we well, can... that's I think one of the parts like the good campaign about this that there's gonna be people who don't like the destiny they chose, so they're gonna rewatch that same show and right. pick it again. And I'm already waiting for the memes and social media blowing up about certain shows. Not ending the way they want, or just having like those like flashback or like back to back images of how the show ends.
0: All right. Well, thanks for bringing that, Ben. We appreciate it. I oh, thank you for having me. Well, we'll see how how long we keep this up. We might invite you back next time. <laughs> uh, if you want to, <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of a hassle, but so it. Right. So far, so good. Well, next up, we're going to talk about a story that I last remember being in a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie. I remember a good old Venom. <laughs> oh yeah. And then uh, and that guy from that '70s show actually ended up. As venom at the end, and as far as I was concerned, that wrapped up the story pretty well. I don't see any reason to
1: ever talk about venom again. Eddie Brock. Yeah. Eddie Brock, the phony photographer. What a jerk. Yeah, Eddie Brock. What a punch that guy <laughs> in his phony photographer face. I know. Uh, well, he played, I played that part well. He did. Yeah. Like you, you really wanted to punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hard because everybody loved him from
0: the TV series he was in. To take him out of that and put him directly into that movie made it a little hard to hate him. But boy,
1: you know. Yeah. He does that role really good, though. He was he was convincing. I think it's the spiked blonde hair. It's really hard to. Yeah. His delivery was always so like underlining sarcastic. And yeah, he was he was good at it.
0: Well, thank goodness there's not going to be any more Venom movies. What have you brought for us today, <laughs> Tyler Ozzy Oswald? You got Hashtag not my Venom.
3: <laughs> not another not another Venom movie. Wow, okay. Well, so we have an official Venom movie that people have heard about. It actually came out last week. And so we have Tom Hardy playing the role of Eddie Brock, who's still a journalist and all that. But now we're focusing solely on the symbiote. And we're not necessarily talking about Venom specifically, but probably one of the funniest things I've heard is that fans of Venom and fans of the movie A Star Will Be Born, I believe that is the title for it. It's a Lady Gaga movie. They are going at each other. (laughs) So what essentially is happening is before the movies were even released, they were setting up fake accounts and everything, trying to bomb the ratings and just go at each other because they came out on the same day.
1: Okay, so this is just like a ratings competition because the two films have absolutely nothing to do with each other. So this is just they are like competing for the ratings.
3: Yeah, some individuals, because this is all user driven, these are the fans doing it. This isn't like some weird corporate scheme going at it. It could be we can go into conspiracy level territories here and say that sony was trying to plot against *A star will be born but no it's because everything i've read is that some people feel a star will be born should be a movie that absolutely thrust it in the spotlight so they feel that venom coming out on the same day is taking away from that spotlight so they want to drive down the reviews the best they can so people will go watch a star will be born and then the fans who are really excited for venom are like well you're doing that to us might as well well and what's the release dates on these it is
1: october 5th wow and so you probably Well, I mean, I'm thinking about it from the executive side of it, where they're like, oh, let's just put it out there. Nothing's really happening. And then all of a sudden you find out Venom's coming out. Oh, Venom's
3: been a big deal for a bit now. But we've known about that. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. Like, you knew that was coming. I don't know well again like you say the fans are driving it and then who knows where that ever goes but it's great because it gets everybody talking about both films
3: yeah i mean i knew that a star will be born it was on my map i knew it was coming i didn't know it was the same day and simply because of this story i now know its release well i gotta tell you guys my heart is
0: filled with hope and joy to know that the american people can get behind a story they love and dump energy into it and try to change the world they could have done that in the political realm but they didn't. Instead, they focused on <laughs> entertainment, and they're really making a lot of efforts to make sure their show wins some imaginary points. Yeah. Thank goodness they've banded together for it. Hey,
3: Venom's a big deal. <laughs> Especially <laughs> with the amount of fan-, fan theories going on that he's going to be crossed with Marvel. That's It's never going to happen, but... <laughs> They're out there. Ah, substance. <laughs> I hear Tom you. Holland's going to be in Venom confirmed on the We Are MCBS podcast. What?
0: I'm going to have to argue, though, and say that Lady Gaga is a big deal. A little bit. So I, it is hard to put aside the fact that these people are taking valuable time out of their day to create Facebook posts, create hate for a movie simply because it goes against the movie they care most about. If anything, I'd say that's a byproduct of reality TV where you vote, like The Voice. That's one where people vote with a text, right? Is yeah. that one? And then uh, who wants to be. No, that's a
3: game show where's megan when we need her right she'd
0: explain all this the reality uh, of all that is that the people get involved they literally care so much about who they love so much that they hashtag vote and now they're they're doing it on their own the television show the the man isn't telling them to they're just organically getting out
3: there and fighting for a story they care about that's really unique almost and they're making bot accounts too to help yeah fluster the numbers as well So not only are they trying to bomb it down with all these reviews, like essentially they're trying to take the uh, Rotten Tomatoes aggregate and bring it further down than it needs to be without the movie even being (laughs) released at the time like this was happening pre-release right and you know now that it's released you know reviews coming out still haven't been stellar for venom unfortunately i'm still gonna go see it although i said that about solo so like i still haven't seen solo and it's been how many months it came out in may it's now october (laughs) i'm gonna buy you a digital copy Yeah, one of these days. I should go see it. Figure out what the... How did he get his name Solo? We're completely detracting. We're talking about Solo now in a Venom segment.
0: I'm a lot more comfortable here. (laughs) What else can we talk about that's Star Wars related?
3: (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot.
0: Let's save it for next week. I gotta tell you, I'm excited to go see Venom. I'm excited to hear what other people say they saw when they went to see Lady Gaga's film. And uh, we'll we'll have to just see how this all pans out. The interesting point that I'm glad you brought to us, Ozzy, People are out there specifically trying to adjust data within our industry. They're, they're specifically fighting to make percentages go up and down based on a story they love. And we're going to see so much more of that in the future. It's uh, on the verge of overwhelming. Thank you for that. And I'm going to have to say that as far as I can tell, Pete, I think we've wrapped up
1: October 10th pretty well. That thing, like, moved. That was hauling. Right? Yeah. It just, like, went too fast. I, I'm, like, looking forward to the next one.
0: Well, it'll still be fall next week when we see you on october 17th so between now and then gentle listener i hope you have a beautiful week and we'll we'll meet up with you then